0: As, As the, the spirit, spirit wanes, the, the form appears. appears. Huh? Oh, yet yeah, we go down Why are we still here. No, 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 And what do does this do have to do with anything? Out in the street there is violence, Dreadful. and then a lot Dreadful. of work to be done. Beep, beep. Dealing in multiplication, ah. but we still can't feed everyone. Oh, oh no, no we're gonna stop. Hammer time. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I am Loopy, if you can't tell. And yes, it is because of holiday madness. No, 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 not necessarily holiday madness, but we've got some family in town from Argentina which is great. And it's been a lot of fun, but we're, my wife and I are scrambling to get things done and do our work and hang out with family and get a chance to see them that we haven't seen in a really, really, really long time pre pandemic and beyond. So it's been fun catching up, but we are definitely behind and I'm recording this before Black Friday, even though you're probably getting this after Black Friday. So how was your Black Friday? How did it go? Did it go well for you? Mine was great. I sold 40 paintings. See, I'm just putting it out there. I will manifest 40 painting sales in this final two to three days before Black Friday. So yeah, hey, I'll settle for five, six. But anyway, how, how did your Black Friday go? Did you do anything special? Did you take my advice? Did you not take my advice? Did you do something completely different? Or did you just chill out and take care of yourself, take care of your mind? Take Take care care of your your mind, man. (laughs) Did you do that? That's fine, too. You know, it's all about balance. We all got to do what we got to do. We all got to do what we got to do, okay? We got to take care of ourselves. We got to strike a balance. We got to keep our mind clear and not have too much anxiety and too much stress. I have a tendency to overload myself. As I'm speaking right now, I'm getting this podcast done in advance so I can have some time to hang out with family and do some other things, some painting sales that I've got to get done, and then hopefully have a couple of days to just chill out. So hopefully you're getting that too. That's important. At the beginning of the episode, the very intro, that was Mr. Charles Bukowski reading one of his very short poems, As the Spirit Wanes the form appears. And that was something I was just thinking about a little bit today and wanted to talk about. It's kind of a powerful poem and a powerful thought, really. It's very short. It's very small. And just like what it's saying, it packs up a big punch in a small amount of words. And I think that's really important. I think that's something that we're all striving for or should strive for as artists. Not that the spirit wanes, Not necessarily that, it's just that as we get better with our craft or at our craft, we can simplify. We get more confident, our lines get better, whatever, our color, our composition, whatever it is that you're focusing on gets better and you get more confident with that. And you can say a lot and you can convey a lot more with less effort. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I don't always love all the... Simplicity, Like, for example, you know, Matisse is great, was a wonderful painter, and I love looking at the work and all of the different decades that he worked in. But uh, at the end, when he was doing, like, the shapes and stuff like that, it's beautiful. But um, it wasn't my favorite period of his. But he was working in that kind of idea and that concept of, you know, just getting down to the basics, the bare bones, the form of it all, the color And, you know, you can see that with a lot of artists, some that just spring to mind. Well, Bukowski's one, you know, uh, if you're talking about writing, Hemingway is a big example of that. He just wrote, you know, from the gut and it was very bare bones. He didn't fluff anything up. Bukowski's the same way. You know, a lot of artists, I talked about Matisse, Picasso did the same thing as he was breaking down his form into, you know, Cubism and then beyond, he just became, he just simplified as he got further and further along with his career and he conveyed a lot with that simplicity. So, you know, what is going on there? You know, some people might be like, oh, it's just laziness. They got lazy in their older age and, you know, they didn't want to work as hard or whatever. I would push back on that. I think as you, you know, start working into like three, four, five, six decades of your craft... You know, you really know what works and you know what you want to convey with simplicity. And yes, maybe there is a little bit of a lack of energy, but it's all about, you know, harnessing that energy in the amount of time that you have. And it's kind of like the 80-20 principle. 80-20 principle, if you're not familiar with it, it's finding the 20% of effort that you can put forth, which will get you 80% of the results that you're looking for. Instead of really struggling, 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 be your... Struggle. <laughs> struggling, 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 beating your head up against a wall. Well, you're figuring out the things that are really necessary, not getting bogged down in the details, the minutiae and all the bullshit that comes at you. You're not getting bogged down in that stuff. And you're not like, oh, I'm going to waste four hours on Instagram just looking around and talking to me. when you could get that done in 15 minutes and do it well and do it succinctly and get, you know, much more productivity out of that. And then also like not have the diminishing returns or even the negative effects of, you know, having it kind of weigh on your mindset and and suck energy from you or make you feel FOMO or any of that stuff. Social media is a great example for me of the 80-20 principle. What can you do in a short amount of time To get the results that you want and to get out and to protect yourself and to protect your energy. I'm really putting a lot of the episodes together here um, in the past couple of months. Uh, I think it's really interesting. I think it's really important to think about because as I've had to deal with some like chronic pain and, you know, some productivity that I had to really figure out how to continue while not having quite as much of, you know, my physical mobility or the time that I could spend in the studio, I had to figure out some stuff that I can do to really harness that. And I feel like I've been painting some of my best stuff recently. I really do. And that's great because it really was something that I had to do working with constraints, you know, and figuring that out, like, okay, how can I get the best productivity out of what I'm doing, you know, with the least amount of time. It wasn't energy. I'm putting forth quite a bit of energy in the studio, but it's like harnessing it in bursts rather than like, 10, 12 hours of like prolonged sitting there. It's more like synthesizing all of this energy and harnessing it and streamlining it into something really powerful and productive. And that's really a wonderful thing. It's like a skill for all of us in life and in our art is to learn how to get more productivity out of our lives and also strike a balance. So I really feel like this goes beyond the art realm and goes beyond the craft But it works really well with our craft and with our kind of life-art-work balance. Finding ways to create that space, finding ways to cut through the bullshit and the nonsense and the extraneous things that we don't really need, harnessing that down and turning that into like pure energy or pure focus. That is really powerful because I think a lot of us really spend most of our days kind of distracted and like going here and getting pulled here and getting pulled in this direction. And social media is one of the worst things about that. That's something that I think we're going to keep learning as we go along and has been a major drag on our productivity as human beings. Social media can be wonderful if it's used properly and if it's used sparingly, but if it's used too much or if it's a distraction or if it's like drawing energy out of you, then I think it can be like a major nuisance in our lives. So figuring out how to move forward in our lives with us, with our kids, with the generations coming up next, learning how to strike that balance, I think is going to be really important. And learning how to strike the balance with our art and our lives and our energy and our productivity is key because I'm always putting out so much effort every day and putting out so much productivity every day. I really couldn't do it if I was distracted or if I was wasting energy here and there. So that's just something I wanted to focus on today, and it's something that I want you to take away from this episode and think about in your own life. What are things that are sidetracking you? What are things that are pulling energy? What are things that are drawing you away from kind of your source energy? What are things that are robbing you of your productivity or even robbing you of your work-life balance, like being able to spend quality time with your friends or your family and really give them your complete attention and, you know, not feel like you're just kind of always in this anxiety state, which I feel like so many people are in nowadays. I read that it was like the leading cause of death now was chronic illness. And I think that comes from us just being overwhelmed or in like a state of overwhelm all the time. And I really see that with a lot of people. So, figuring out how to strike that balance. I think that's going to be a really important skill for all of us moving forward. You can see examples of this anywhere. I think once you start really thinking about this, you'll see it. Like I see it in martial arts. I had a sensei in college, this, I don't even know, he could have been 70. He could have been 112. (laughs) I have no idea, but he was this little compact Japanese man who was very still and just harnessed his energy so well like he just seemed so peaceful and at peace with himself and centered and then when he needed to jump into action he did it and he exerted himself and the energy that he needed like with so much force and so much power at his age and then he was back to his stillness It was like most of his time was spent replenishing and harnessing his energy. So when he needed to act, he did. It was like the 80-20 principle in spirit, mind, and body. Honestly, learning how to do this is kind of an art form in itself and it's life mastery. So let's ponder that moving forward. How can we get more of this in our lives and in our art practice? Hope everybody's doing well. Hope you are having a good holiday so far. Keep on keeping on. And keep on artin' on, whatever that means. And we'll see you next time. Why am I still This here? has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMSArtwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.